The world is scrambling to stop the spread of COVID-19. Another blow to the already slow vaccine rollout. The nation now learning the federal government never had the stockpile of vaccines states were counting on. This morning, predictions of a deadlier new year are now a reality. The nation setting a new record this week of more than 4,000 deaths in just one day. We have almost reached 100 million cases of COVID-19 worldwide. In Ghana, we have almost reached 60,000 cases. Due to this virus, the immune system is now more important than ever. But before we discuss its impacts on COVID-19, what even is the immune system and how does it work? My name is Shreya Basak, and today I will be answering these questions with the help of medical experts while including interviews I have had with them, as well as delving deeper into the importance of the immune system and its significance regarding COVID-19. What is the immune system? The immune system is a complex network of cells and proteins which protect the body from infection and has a vital role to play. It protects your body against harmful substances, germs, and changes in cells that might make you ill. It maintains a record of any germ it's ever fought so it can easily identify and destroy it if it re-enters the body. I'm sure you've heard before that if you get chicken pox once, then you won't get it again. This is all thanks to the immune system. So, what exactly is the importance and role of the immune system? Here, Dr. Koja Essel, who is a consultant at Niaho and Korlebu, explains the importance and role of the immune okay. system. So, um, in, in everything, right, the body, our bodies are created to ward off diseases or anything that is foreign to it, whether it's coming from outside or within, right? Now, so if you're getting, let's say, bacteria, you're getting viruses, you're getting dust. Now, now your skin acts as a barrier. It, it helps kind of things. If you inhale things, you have hair lining, your nostrils to help kind of sun. When, even when you get into your lungs, the early parts, there's a cough reflex that will try and get rid of things. Now, when all these are, are unable to stop the bacteria or the virus or the foreign, um, a foreign organism, then you have what you need called the immune system, which is the body's way of fighting, and it's created internally. So it helps you to fight off anything that would harm the body. So it will fight off bacteria. It will fight off even cells within the body's own system. So you start forming cancer cells, which means some of the normal cells suddenly start growing up normally and they can kill you. So the body will try to fight it. So your immune system is like the last ditch stand of the body to try and protect you from um, diseases and illness. And uh, if you have a weak immune system, like um, immunocompromised situations, like uncontrolled diabetes, then it's like your body or your whole system is laid bare and anything can get into it and then sort of run it amok. So you are prone to more illnesses, you are prone to um, more complicated diseases when you have a weak or poor immune system. What is a strong immune system and what defines it? So a, a strong immune system is one that is able to to protect the person from 
itong uh, minor minor ailments. So, and that includes common cold. So if you have somebody who is picking up a common cold every now and then, likely that the immune system is weak. It's, it's a telltale sign. A strong immune system will also go on to um, protect you from, um, what, what, would I, what would I say, complications of um, maybe things like uh, an infection. So if you have an, an infection, for instance, um, if your immune system is strong, it will reduce the spread to a large extent. But if it's not, then you can have maybe bacteria spread throughout your blood system into something you have a cat that is also infected up, you know, a cat laceration. If you have a good immune system, it is going to sort of reduce the effects. So in, uh, in a snapshot, what I would say is a strong immune system is one that is able to protect um, the person from minor ailments and to a large extent will control even uh, what other people could have led to severe illness or death. And uh, a number of things come into play to determine what your immune system is. And it's from psychological to eating habits to, uh, um, what would I say, um, to, to rest, to the way you, 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 the rest you get. So um, I don't know if I have to go to this, but let me, let me just mention it for you. We believe that your immune system covers the psychological part as a positive attitude. It definitely boosts your immune system. Um, the sort of um, rest you get, if you are getting adequate sleep, you definitely are helping to boost your immune system because then your body is able to reset and then it, it, it becomes stronger. Then um, also what you eat. So if you are getting enough fruits and vegetables, you get the micronutrients, you get the vitamins, which only work or work best when they are taken regularly and not we don't wait for a problem. So the food we eat, especially the fruits and vegetables, how well hydrated we are because our bodies are at least 65% water. So the more well hydrated, when you are very well hydrated, it means all the enzymes, everything are working better well, and it also boosts health. Then the sort of people you surround yourself with, if you are happy, if you are laughing, if you are exercising, all these things will go in to, to, to make your um, immune system better or stronger. I think one of the most important questions is, could the immune system help prevent and recover from COVID-19? If yes, how? Dr. Kojo Esso also answered this question. So, like anything else, your immune system is... Um, would see a virus, which is, whether it's novel coronavirus or not, as a foreign body. So if you have a strong immune system, and there's a there's a catch when it comes to um, that, and I'll, 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 I'll explain that. So if you have a strong immune system, then whatever viral load, when we say viral load, we mean like the quantity of viruses. So assuming I inhale, um, for want of a better way, let's say 10 units of um, coronavirus, novel coronavirus, right? Um, once it gets into my body, I'll probably not get sick because my immune system would fight it, 
right? So all I mean, feel is a, a slight fever and then it goes away, or maybe nothing. I don't even notice it, right? Now another person who probably smokes a lot, has diabetes, is battling with a cancer, or has HIV, may not have an immune system that's as strong. So once the virus gets in, although the viral load, the quantity of virus is not very large, the person is unable to um, fight it off or fend it off. So in COVID, the same thing happens. So you may see people in the same room, came to contact with the same person, but not everyone would get infected or not everyone will show extreme symptoms and signs because the immune system is what fighting it off. Now, once the virus gets into your body and your immune system is, um, is um, kicks into play, depending on the sort of reaction that your immune system um, raises, you can, you can clear the virus quickly or Sometimes, unfortunately, the immune system may um, give an excess response, which can also lead to complications. So the simple answer is one, yes, when you have um, a, a strong immune system, it will help you to fight COVID just like any other thing. But sometimes a very good immune system may overshoot, giving you a response that will cause a lot of damage to your body so you see the body it's it doesn't always you know just it, it, the human body is not like um, a straight jacket so yes immune system would help you prevent it to an extent and once you have it it will help you to fight it because it's getting rid of the virus or the foreign body but in a few instances it may overshoot and cause you more problems could the immune system help prevent a COVID-19 relapse? If yes, how, and if no, why? So, for, for what we know now, right, um, whenever you get an infection, let's use viral infections, your body sees this as a foreign body, and we call it an antigen. Now, once you have an antigen in your body, the body will raise what we call antibodies. So the immune system will raise antibodies that bind or try to stop these antigens right now in certain viral illnesses once you produce these antibodies they are for life so your immune system fights it produces antibodies and for the rest of your life the antibodies are there but for COVID, not being around long enough we are seeing people um get COVID and within five months, they get another um, attack. And at the moment, I have three people that I have managed personally. Last time when I spoke to you, I had two. Now I had I have a third one. This year. So they got, they get it, they test negative two times, they are discharged. And then um, the first two was within three months. The last one was in October, October, November, December, January. Yeah, so that one too was in about four months. So it appears that the immune response raised against um, novel coronavirus is short-lived. It's short-lived. Why it is short-lived, we don't know the answer yet. So yes, 
you would the body would raise an immune response. But for now, we think it's short-lived. No matter how good your immune system is, you cannot raise one that will last for one year. It doesn't appear so. Now, the other catch here is that because the virus is mutating quickly, you may raise an immune response for, um, let's say, um, the novel coronavirus um, that was found in Brazil. But that may not be effective for the one from South Africa or the one from UK. I'm sure you are aware that we have about four or five strains now. Depending on the type of strain, that immune system that you raise may not be effective for all the others. So that makes it a little scary, which means you could actually get, um, you know, multiple uh, infections within a short time, theoretically. So far, we haven't seen anybody get three in six months yet. So keeping our fingers crossed. I also interviewed a dietitian called Chris Borto Afo, who is a consultant at Corlebu. One of the questions he answered was, why is our diet important and what is the impact different foods have? Okay, so talking about health in general, we recommend for individuals to have what you call a balanced meal. And how much is balanced? So looking at the, the, the definition for a balanced diet, the latter part says in the right proportion, having all of the food groups in the right proportion. So how much is enough for an individual? That's what we need to know. You made mention of the fruits and the sugars in them. Well, the sugar we talk about in the blood, it is known as glucose. But outside, you could have it from the several sources. So some fruits might not necessarily taste very sweet in the mouth. But when ingested or when taken in, it's converted to sugar in the form of glucose. So taking too much of these sugary products and not balancing with the other food nutrients could lead to hypertension, diabetes, high cholesterol, and several other medical conditions. So, I mean, with all these, we need to take healthy eating as a key component in every individual's eating habit. Despite it being crucial to have enough vitamins and minerals in your diet, an overdose of certain ones can be extremely dangerous. Water-soluble vitamins such as vitamin C and the B vitamins are not as likely to cause harm if consumed in excess as they can easily be excreted. Yet, it is still recommended that the recommended daily intake or RDI is followed to avoid possible complications. The fat-soluble vitamins, however, can cause harm if too much is consumed. They are vitamin A, vitamin E, vitamin D, and vitamin K. For example, an excess of vitamin D can cause weight loss, a decrease in appetite and arrhythmia, irregular heartbeat. Also, an excessive amount of vitamin E could disrupt blood coagulation, leading to hemorrhage and hemorrhagic stroke. Therefore, make sure to always follow the RDI and not exceed the upper intake level. How are supplements different from foods in our diet and does it have the same impact on our overall health? So supplements, first of all, let's define what a supplement is. You only supplement when there's a deficiency or there's a gap somewhere. So most individuals who go about buying supplements to take on a regular basis, I advise them to stop because you must first of all do a test to find out whether you are really deficient or something before you supplement. So that's why we call it supplement. I, I spoke to you earlier that first we talk about the food first approach. And if the food first fails, that's when we think about supplementing. So supplements are all, always a secondary choice, not a, a primary choice, choice like people are doing right now 
in, in our current world, they come if we, we discover there's a deficiency. Well, I would say yes and no. Yes, in the sense that if there's a gap, we need to supplement. No, if we look at the food history or the diet history and we realize that there's no gap anywhere, sometimes uh, nutrient deficiencies can be as a result of several factors. So if you probe for the, from the food source and we don't find any gap in there, we probe further into the system. Look at the hormones, look at the, the um, human being himself or herself, the activity level, what the person is doing, is the person eating right or not. So all these couple together, join together, will let us know or will inform us as to whether the person will really need a supplement or not. Um, is healthy food the only nutritional requirement or is there something else that you can incorporate? I can add physical activity to it, but we know food first approach. So if your dieting is right and you add your exercise to it, you are good to go. Due to the importance of the immune system and how it fights pathogens, I decided to create an immune index which ranks different locally available foods, drinks, and spices while listing the top immune-boosting vitamins and minerals each one has. Despite many vitamins and minerals being considered in the index, one of them, vitamin D, was not included because it is extremely difficult to find foods that incorporate it. A good and natural way to get enough vitamin D is to spend time in the sunlight, as sunlight has the vitamin in it. According to healthline.com, it will be best to get around 10 to 30 minutes of sunshine a day. However, it also depends on how much melanin is in your skin, or how dark your skin is, since the melanin acts as a sort of barrier from the sun. My index is readily available on my website. In addition, I decided that I should create a few recipes for drinks that could be made using the index. This is because it might be a bit difficult to choose and make your own meals and recipes solely based on the ingredients I had listed because there are so many and it might be a bit difficult to choose. So I wanted to give some ideas as well. I made two drinks, them being easy to make and carry around with you. Also, I chose the ingredients based on the top six ingredients I had ranked using my index. I would encourage everyone to prepare and consume these drinks daily because the vaccines we have so far will not be 100% effective, which also increases the urgency of having a strong immune system. Reports of around 23 deaths among elderly patients who had received the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine in Norway. In recent days, the TGA has received reports of around 30 deaths in over 40,000 elderly individuals in Norway vaccinated with the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. The deaths were recorded among very frail patients, including some who were anticipated to only have weeks or months to live. How effective are the two vaccines being vetted by the FDA right now? Is one better than the other? They are both about 95% effective. And with that, we have reached the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember to eat foods rich in important micronutrients, vitamins and minerals, exercise for at least 30 minutes every day, stay hydrated, get enough sleep, and stay positive. If possible, Please do check out my immune index and immune boosting recipes on my website as well. And have a great day!